everyone. Welcome to another edition of the JB Show. Today I'm going to be talking about NBA free agency, which started Sunday, June 30th at about 6 p.m. Eastern time. Now, what I'm going to start with isn't exactly free any free agent, but a big trade. Now, a couple weeks ago, it was announced that that Anthony Davis was going to be traded to the LA Lakers. That and the trade looked like Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first round picks, which included the number four pick in the 2019 draft. Now, if you ask me, that is a crazy amount for Anthony. One year, right now, it's right now. It is one year of Anthony Davis, but it's pretty obvious that he's going to stay here long term. Or stay there, sorry, stay there long term. Team up with LeBron, potentially someone else. Now, it's the situation is quite messy there because the the trade isn't going to go through until July sixth, which is a couple days from now. But if they waited until July thirtieth, the Lakers would have had thirty two and a half in ca- million in cap space. And they could have used that fourth overall pick in the draft as salary, but they didn't do that. They didn't think that through, so now they're stuck with less than max. But, but Anthony Davis declined his $4 million trade bonus because he wanted to go to the Lakers, and the Lakers found a way to get rid of the rest of their contracts. So right now, it's just Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, and whoever else they bring in free agency. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because there is one name out there. And it would not be smart of me not to talk about this. Kawhi Leonard. And two-time NBA champ, two-time finals MVP. Just one with Toronto. Where is he going? Now, from what I've read, he met with the LA teams yesterday. And he's going to meet with Toronto today or tomorrow. Where does he go? As someone who's from Toronto, it's very easy for me to pick Toronto. But we have to look at the pros and cons. If he comes back to Toronto, yes, he gets the most money. Yes, he's he, he gets to play for a good team for the foreseeable future. Hopefully, if everything goes right, the Raptors have developed players, have drafted players, have brought players from overseas to play on this team. And I think it's worked out. Fred Van Fleet's great off the bench. Norman Powell's great off the bench. OG didn't play as well this year, but I think he could be great next year if he's put in the role. Now, he didn't get to play for a lot of the playoffs because he he had appendicitis, but I think he would have been a very deciding factor in any of those series. Even though they won, having OG and Anobi is a... Maybe it's not a difference maker, but... With the teams they were facing, aside from the Warriors, it was really up to the bench. The against the Bucks, 
I think they're under other than Kawhi going ballistic in some games. Their 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 uh, starting lineup was equal against the Seventy Sixers. Same same thing, but it's the bench that I think that matter that I think matters. Having OG on the bench, having Serge Ibaka as your sixth man or seventh man is incredible. I think he could be a starting center. He wa- I mean, he essentially was a starting center before Marcus All came. He's, he split time with Jonas Valanciunas. Now, what ha- what does he get from going to L.A.? Now, either the Clippers or the Lakers. Now, if he, so if he goes to the Lakers, he gets to play with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Kyle Kuzma. When you read that, that's four, that's four players. They're missing a point guard. But with that lineup, does it really matter who their point guard is? I really don't think so. That is a killer, killer starting four. I can't imagine who the fifth person would be. Now, there are reports that Kemba Walker was also going to L.A., but he ended up going Boston, replacing Kyrie Irving. So that's kind of out of the question. And if Kawhi Leonard signs in for the Lakers, out of the question too. Kemba Walker was not, I don't think, I do not think Kemba Walker was ever going to be an L.A. Laker. No. If he signs with the Clippers, it's for a different reason. I think they, they're in a... It's kind of similar situation to the Raptors. They have a good starting team, but they need that player. They need that player that takes them over the hump. Next year is a very important year for the Western Conference. Klay Thompson is injured. So that that and KD left. DeMarcus might not go back to the Warriors either. It could be a very interesting Western Conference. Now any team in the West knows right now that they need to jump on top of this. I mean, we saw the Warriors jump on top of it by grabbing D'Angelo Russell from the Brooklyn Nets, which I thought was quite interesting, and I'll get to later. But going to the Lakers or going to the Clippers are two very different scenarios. With going to the Clippers, we know, or most people would say that the Lakers are the team in LA. The the Clippers are like the the little brother to the LA Lakers. They they know that. Now, why is that important for Kawhi? We know Toronto fans, Spurs fans know that Kawhi likes to stay he's a quiet guy. He doesn't like to do a lot of talking. He likes to stay in the dark. That is exactly what's gonna happen in in for the Clippers. And he'll still be their number one guy. He's surrounded by good talent. And he is their number one guy. The exact same way that when he got traded to Toronto, he was their number one guy and surrounded by great talent. Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam. At the time, Serge Ibaka and Jonas Valanciunas. And then Marcus All and, and Serge Ibaka. And he's going closer to home. He's closer to San, okay. San Diego, yes, is two hours away, with tra- with traffic, with no traffic, and 
but it's still closer home. Instead of flying from from Toronto to LA, it's a two hour drive. Now, some people would say that being close to home doesn't really mean anything to Kawhi. It's about winning. He can li- he can win. I think with any three of those teams, any three of those teams that I just mentioned, they can all win in the future, in the next year, the next two years, in the next three years. Now it's up to him. He knows Toronto. He knows that the medical staff here is great. We saw with the load management that there were minimal issues, minimal issues he had with the with the medical staff. Now I don't know what it's going to be like in in LA for either team, but that's going to be a huge factor for him. The medical staff and winning. And I think I think Toronto offers both of those opportunities and he can continue to win. He can continue to get treated properly by medical staff. I think he stays in Toronto. My opinion. I've heard that he stays in Toronto for a year and then one uh, one year player option. I think he stays here for longer. I don't see why he wouldn't. But I'm not in Kawhi's head, and I, to be honest, I don't think anyone knows what Kawhi is gonna do. Now, let's get to the good stuff. There were some huge, huge contracts given out just on the Sunday alone. Clay Thompson signs back with the Warriors, five years. Now, it was reported that he, if the Warriors did not offer him five years or and add a max contract that he was going to go to the Lakers. But now we don't have to worry about that. He's staying with Golden State and is going to get $189.9 million over the next five years. Tobias Harris, staying with Philly. not a su- Personally, not a surprise to me. Chris Middleton, staying with Milwaukee. No surprise. Porzingis staying with Dallas. No surprise. Now, Jimmy Butler, I thought was interesting. There were a lot of rumors that he was going to head to uh, Houston. <clears throat> and I know there was a couple people who were not, who didn't think that was a good idea. Saying, playing with Chris Paul, playing with James Harden. Those three wouldn't fit together. And it was reported that if Jimmy Butler signed, they would trade Clint Capella, who's their, who's their star center. Now, that leaves the three. So they those three are your big three players in Houston. Now, would they win? I'm not too sure. A lot of people said they wouldn't win. They're, I Personally, I don't think they're winning. They're going to win now. Now, all these teams are stacking up. And the Houston Rockets are kind of sitting there with Chris Paul and James Harden where there's reportedly problems. I don't see them winning next year. There's there's teams I see getting past them. Other than Golden State. Now, here's an interesting one. Kemba Walker to the Boston Celtics. What does that mean? They lost Al Horford, went to Philly, so there's their center, but and they lost Kyrie to Brooklyn. But bringing in Kemba Walker, he's been with Charlotte. Charlotte has been an okay team. 
made the playoffs a couple times, made the, made the playoffs. He is he's a good he's a great point guard, but I think he has those leadership skills that maybe Kyrie doesn't. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not dissing Kyrie. I'm not saying Kyrie isn't good. I'm just saying Kyrie played with LeBron for a lot of his career. LeBron is LeBron. I I don't know how to explain this t- to people. He has those skills that command the room. He's he's had those skills when he played in Miami, when he and he learned those skills, right? LeBron didn't just magically get those magically develop those skills. He was in the room with Dwayne Wade. He learned that from Dwayne Wade. Now, I don't know why Kyrie didn't learn it, but Kyrie wasn't able to control the room. I, I saw a couple of times him throwing the blame on other players or on a group of players, which is okay, which is fine, but that's not how you bring a room together, especially a group of young players. Kemba Walker, on the other hand, I think can do that. He's, he's kind of forced himself in that group of players in Charlotte where he's had to hold the, hold the ship together for quite a while. Now, here is an interesting one that I already brought up. D'Angelo Russell went from Brooklyn to Golden State, was offered a max contract at 29 million, or sorry, max contract at 117 million over the next four years. Do I think he stays in Golden State? No. I'm going to explain to you why. Those, they have, the Warriors have three players who will kind of command the ball. They have Steph Curry, or they have three shooters. Let's say that. Curry, Clay Thompson, and D'Angelo Russell. Shooters. No, no question. Klay Thompson's injured, injured next year, so you put D'Angelo Russell into a spot. Will it work? I think it will work. But after next year, I, I find it a little hard to believe that that's going to work. Now, what can they do with D'Angelo Russell? Easy. Flip him. DeMarcus Cousins isn't, isn't coming back, or suppo- reportedly not coming back. Flip D'Angelo Russell. Get a set, go, get a, go get a center. Go get a small forward, because you're not. I mean, they're pretty much they got power, uh, point guard, shooting guard, and power forward basically set. You're either getting backup guy, you're getting bench players, you're getting a good small forward or center with D'Angelo Russell. It, it's ice find it hard to believe that they can fit all those players into one team, and it not completely crumble because D'Angelo Russell. Wants the ball as well. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry have that chemistry together, where they're like you know, distributing the ball back and forth. Throw D'Angelo Russell. That's a third player who wants the ball. Now that's a whole different story. The same. That's that's my exact same reasoning for why Jimmy Butler went working in, in uh, Houston. Yeah, Chris Paul went to Houston because he wanted to. He wanted the ball less, so or get the the ball threw him less, so that's why James Harden is there. But now you're saying, you know what, James, give some of the ball to uh, Jimmy. Chris, give some of the ball to Jimmy. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna go well. 
that's why D'Angelo Russell is not going to be a next year, next July first. If Clay Thompson has fully recovered and is confirmed to play the 2021 season, I do not think that D'Angelo Russell will be a Golden State Warrior. I'm not going to tell you where he's going to be because I don't even know. I can't even think about it. But I'm telling you right now, I do not think he's going to be a Golden State Warrior. Now, they may flip him now. I find that hard to believe. But maybe they're like, maybe there's a good trade out there that will get him something. I just don't think that's a possibility. Now, last but not least, the two biggest signings in this year's free agency, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets just added an all-star point guard and an all-star small forward to their team. Are they favorite? <laughs> I I can't even like say it that they're favorites. I don't. I still can't get over the fact that they've signed both signed with the Brooklyn Nets. Now, it's been it it was reported that they were going to the same place. Whether it was, I don't, I don't even know what the other options were for both of them to go because it was reported KD was going to, uh, the Clippers. I don't think. Kyrie would follow him there, but the New York Knicks only uh, other option. The New York Knicks missed out on Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Who did they sign instead? Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, and Bobby Portis. Yep. Those three players. Those three. And Reggie Bullock from the from the Lakers. Those three players they signed. Instead, instead, they wouldn't offer KD Max Max contract. And I don't even want to think about what happened with Kyrie. This team missed out on Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant and let's add Kemba Walker because before before I even thought about it last couple weeks ago a couple months ago I was I said that if Kyrie Irving did not go to the New York Knicks with Kevin Durant Kemba Walker would go they signed none of them they signed none of them I don't even know how this is possible now, I'm going to let you listen to a two-minute clip of Stephen A. Smith giving it to uh, one of his callers on his show about the New York Knicks not being the only team in New York. I think that Ka- Kawhi, not Kawhi, excuse me, I think that uh, Durant and Kyrie, they just took a safe bet. I'm originally from New York. We all know there's only one team in New York. If you don't make it in New York, you get bounced out, man. What's the only so, one team in New York? It's the Knicks. Everybody knows that. Goodbye, man. That's- Have a nice day. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not taking it. 
I'm not doing it. Y'all think I'm playing. You think I'm playing. You're not going to sit up here and have the wool over your eyes. We're not doing this anymore. You can't say it's just one team in New York and we all know who it is and it's the New York Knicks when KD and Kyrie are about to land in Brooklyn. That's just an ignorant statement. It's just an ignorant statement and I'm not taking it anymore. We're not going to sit here with the wool over our eyes anymore. The Brooklyn Nets have taken over New York. Now, don't get me wrong. If the New York Knicks find a way to come out there and they win games and they end up making the playoffs, we got a different discussion. I get that. But right now, and for this offseason, and until the Knicks become respectable again and win games instead of going 17 and 65, there is a new team in New York City. And they are the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not taking it anymore. We're not going to be able to. We're not lying in New Yorkers no more. We're not doing it. And this is the flagship station for the New York Knicks. And I'm still telling y'all, you cannot have two more key NBA champions pick Brooklyn over Broadway and then still say there's only one team. It's the New York Knicks. No, I am not lying to my listeners. I will not do it. I'm not doing it. Now, let me read you the starting lineup with KD and Kyrie. Expected starting lineup. And let me add that the war the Nets, sorry, also took DeAndre Jordan from the New York Knicks who they got in the Kristaps Porzingis trade which they the Knicks made because they thought they were going to get two max contracts and how many did they get zero so let me get back let me get back to the starting lineup point guard Kyrie Irving shooting guard Spencer Dinwiddie who can also play point guard but in this scenario he's playing shooting guard small forward Karis Lever, power forward Kevin Durant and at center DeAndre Jordan. Now, I'm looking at this team and I'm saying, wow. Wow. I can't tell you where this team sits at the end of next season. Now, KD isn't playing at all next season. So, this this lineup that I'm hypothetical lineup I'm creating wouldn't be possible until the 2020 2020 and 2021 season so you remove Kevin Durant you add a player there and you you still got a very good team very good team you have a excellent ball hander ball handler good center and great players to surround Kyrie Irving just for next year alone now last season the Brooklyn Nets finished 42 and 40 and they finished 6 in the Eastern Conference with Kyrie Irving and DeAndre Jordan alone alone those two additions make it to the make it to the fifth seed at least past the Indiana Pacers who finished fifth last season 
maybe, maybe the Boston Celtics. I'm pushing it there. I think I'm pushing it a little bit. Now, let's say KD played next season. Where would this team finish? If Kawhi stays with the Raptors and everything goes well, I think this team finishes third in the Eastern Conference behind Milwaukee and Toronto. Now, listen, maybe Milwaukee doesn't have a good season. They lost one of their players. They lost Malcolm Brogdon <clears throat> to Indiana, which strengthens Indiana. But I'm talking about a team with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Those two players alone will push you into the playoffs. They'll push you to sixth seed, fifth seed, fourth seed, plus DeAndre Jordan, plus all these other players I'm talking about. I don't see a reason they don't make at least the top four. That team is incredible. That team is absolutely incredible. And next year, the Eastern Conference is going to be quite interesting. Especially Milwaukee. The battle between Milwaukee, Toronto, Philly, Boston, and Brooklyn, I think, will be very interesting. Not to mention now Indiana, who finished fifth. And Adam Malcolm Brogdon with Victor Oladipo and everyone else they have. The Eastern Conference next season will be just as interesting as the Western Conference. With Golden State not having Klay Thompson, not, probably not having DeMarcus Cousins. No. OKC will probably have a better, will have a great season. Houston, Portland. Denver, Utah, these teams are only getting better. Denver, most young players. Portland, youngish players. Houston, they're not getting younger. uh, Chris Paul and James Harden aren't getting any younger, but they're still shooting great. OKC, Westbrook, Paul George. The Clippers, imagine if the Clippers get Kawhi. Imagine if the Lakers get Kawhi. Next season, the LA Lakers will make the playoffs. No questions. No questions. Who will they replace? I don't know. But next season, with the injuries, with the new additions to teams, the NBA is going to be quite interesting. And I'm going to be honest. I can't tell you who's going to win. I can't tell you Toronto's going to repeat. I can't tell you Golden State's going to win again. I can't tell you the Lakers are going to win. I can't tell you the Nets are going to win. I don't know how these teams are going to play. Now, the Nets are going to have quite some work to do this summer, getting all these players integrated with each other, getting on the same, in the same chemistry. Now, thank you for listening to another rant that I just gave. If you want to leave some comments down below, tell me what you think of the signings. Tell me who's going to win the NBA championship next year, who's going to finish with the best record. Please leave a comment. Thank you.